Can Kings goalie Cam Talbot lead the team to the Stanley Cup title at 36 years of age? We'll talk about that and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for over 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. The LA Kings are back in action tonight, hosting the Washington Capitals. We'll have a game preview coming up in a bit. Uh, Kings obviously off to a great start as we enter the month of December coming up and looking to keep things going uh, against the Washington Capitals. Uh, and the Kings are slowly starting to get some league-wide recognition with their 13-3-3 record. Uh, and uh, right now they are third in the NHL uh, in winning percentage, I believe. Uh, I saw the Daily Faceoff, uh, which is a website that uh, talks about the NHL, uh, released its power rankings this week and had the Kings ranked number one in the NHL, which is nice to see. Uh, and all that's great. Uh, and it's good to see the Kings getting a little recognition. Um, but as we know, going into this season, the Kings had high expectations, not sure how much they cared uh, about being the number one ranked team by some website at, uh, you know, in late November, but it's still a good thing. But we know that, uh, you know, it's great to start strong. And usually teams that have successful seasons do that. But it's about how the Kings will be playing at the end of the year, going into the playoffs, that's really going to count because the Kings have not been shy about what their goals are for this year and in the immediate future. And that is to be a perennial playoff team, to win playoff series, and to be a Stanley Cup contender. The Kings have put together a solid roster, but the man in the spotlight, especially for this season, is veteran goalie Cam Talbot, who is expected to be in net for the Kings tonight. Uh, so far in the season, he has been exceptional. Uh, going into tonight's action, Talbot is tied for third in the NHL and wins with 10. He is third in the NHL in goals against average at 2.02 and second in the NHL in save percentage at 931. Those are fantastic numbers. I thought Cam Talbot could do well for the Kings. I didn't think he'd be doing this well. So far, so very, very good. Uh, as I mentioned, we're heading into December. Uh, and Cam Talbot, at the moment, is a legitimate contender for the Vesna Trophy as the top goalie in the NHL. And just like the team, that's great. Um, but we are looking for a goalie that can get the Kings victories in the postseason and ultimately, of course, a Stanley Cup. Can Cam Talbot, at 36 years of age, play a significant number of games at a high level to put the Kings in a position to be a Stanley Cup contender, to win a Stanley Cup. And by the way, uh, Cam is the third oldest active goalie in the NHL right now. Marc-Andre Fleury of the Minnesota Wild at 39 years old is the oldest. And the second oldest, 
Jonathan Quick of the New York Rangers at 37. And by the way, thank God Cam Talbot is playing as well as he is because uh, Jonathan Quick's doing really, really well in New York. Good for him. I'm happy for him now that he's not uh, in the Western Conference anymore. But can you imagine if Cam Talbot was struggling, all of the people bitching about the Kings letting Jonathan Quick go? Uh, I, again, I'm glad we're not. I'm not glad we're not in that uh, that discussion. Good for good for Jonathan Quick. Great job with the Rangers. Uh, Cam Talbot. Uh, he has played in 14 games this season. 13 of them have been starts, and he is projected to start 59 games this season again at the age of 36. So I did a little research. Went back the last 25 years in the NHL and looked to see if there were any goalies at similar age who played the majority of their team's games that went on to backstop those teams to Stanley Cup titles. So here's what I found. It has happened a few times. Again, last 25 years. Let's go back to the 2000-2001 season. A 35-year-old goalie, so a year younger than Cam Talbot, played in 62 regular season games. He won 40 of them, went on to play 23 playoff games and obviously posted 16 wins. That's the number of wins you need to win the Stanley Cup. That goaltender was Patrick Waugh with the Colorado Avalanche. They beat the New Jersey Devils in seven games for the Stanley Cup back in 2000-2001. The very next season, 2001-2002, a 37-year-old goalie, so a goalie a year older then Cam Talbot played in 65 regular season games, posted 41 wins, went on to play 23 playoff games, won 16 of them. That goaltender, Dominic Hasek, leading the Detroit Red Wings to a Stanley Cup win in five games over the Carolina Hurricanes. And the most recent example of an older goalie uh, playing the majority of his team's games and winning a Stanley Cup was in the 2010-11 season. This goaltender, like Cam Talbot, 36 years old at the time, he started 57 games in the regular season, posted 35 wins, went on to play all 25 games in the playoffs, posted 16 wins. That goalie, Tim Thomas of the Boston Bruins, who went on to beat the Vancouver Canucks in a seven-game series for the Stanley Cup. So the good news is it is uh, certainly possible for a 36-year-old goalie to play a significant number of games in the regular season and play in the majority of the playoff games and win a Stanley Cup. We've had examples of that in the last 25 years. That said, now those three three guys that have done it in the past 25 years are either in the Hall of Fame or is a Hall of Fame candidate. Tim Thomas, some believe that he is a Hall of Fame goalie, certainly is not in yet, but Dominic Hoshin and Patrick Ross certainly are in. Now, I don't think Cam Talbot, regardless of what he does, win a Vesna Trophy this year, win a, win a Conn Smythe, win a Stanley Cup, all that, would that be enough to get him into the Hall of Fame? Probably not, although we'd love to see it, and uh, people can debate that. But uh, Cam Talbot probably not going to be in the discussion like those three goalies are. But again, we have seen examples of an old goalie, older, in his mid to later 30s, playing a significant number of games and winning a Stanley Cup. Now, has Cam Talbot done that in his career? Obviously, he's not won the Stanley Cup. But has he carried the load? Played a lot of games uh, during his career because he's been around. Uh, you could call him a journeyman goalie, um, but he has, you know, played significant number of games uh, in his past. Uh, let's go back to the 2016-17 season. Cam Talbot was 29 years old at the time. He started 73 games 
for the Edmonton Oilers. That was the most starts of any goalie in the NHL. Posted 42 wins that season. And then the very next season in 2017-18, a 30-year-old Cam Talbot started 67 games and posted 31 wins. And those were, for the Oilers, under head coach Todd McClellan. So McClellan knows from his past that Cam Talbot is a guy that can carry the load. But, of course, he is six years older than he was back then. Uh, But there was a recent uh, season for Cam Talbot where he played a significant number of games and did very well. That was just two years ago, 2021-22. I've mentioned this when the Kings decided to bring Cam Talbot in, that he has done well in the recent past. That was with the Minnesota Wild. Talbot was 34 years old. He had 49 starts, had 32 wins. Now, unfortunately for Cam, he never got a chance to show what he could do in the playoffs because the Wild went on to pick up veteran goalie Marc-Andre Fleury at the trade deadline. They obviously didn't believe in Cam Talbot. Uh, He only started one playoff game, and the Wild were out in the first round of the playoffs, so obviously that move didn't work out. Not saying that it would have been any different had Talbot played, but we'll never know. Talbot demanded a trade out of Minnesota, went to Ottawa last year, didn't work out for him both team-wise and personally with some injury issues, not a great year. Now he finds himself in L.A., rejuvenated, playing for a very good team, and a second chance to show that he can get the job done during the regular season and hopefully get a chance to show what he can do in the playoffs. So that is a look at Cam Talbot at his age. Is it possible that he can do what the Kings ultimately would like to do? I think the answer is yes. We've seen recent examples again. Those goalies did have much better resumes than Cam Talbot, but I don't think what he's doing is a fluke. I think this is the type of Cam Talbot we can see for the rest of the season. Of course, if you're a little bit older, that means that your body may not be in a in a spot where uh, you'll be able to take the wear and tear, but we saw Tim Thomas, Patrick Waugh, Dominic Hoshik, those guys all be able to do it at that age, and hopefully we can see Cam Talbot do it as well. So it is possible for a goalie at 36 years of age to play the majority of games for their team and ultimately win a Stanley Cup. We have seen some examples of that. And hopefully Cam Talbot can keep it going tonight against the Washington Capitals. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the LA Kings by the numbers. That is next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay's guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 
So uh, I don't know that I've ever admitted this to you guys, but uh, numbers are not my friend, which is not great when you work in sports for a living, stats, scores, uh, all those involved numbers. But I've learned to coexist with numbers, but I do have to concentrate on it a bit more. Okay, so the other day, the Kings sent out a post-game press release after the Montreal game that said the Kings were 10-0-1 on the season when scoring the first goal. But I did the the number crunching, such as it is, uh, and I had the Kings at 11-0-1 this season when scoring first. But I've always been terrible at math. Uh, now, I've never been diagnosed with anything, but I've always felt numbers get scrambled up in my head a bit. Uh, I even have this stupid dream way too often where I'm back in high school and I'm freaking out because I can't remember the locker combination numbers on my locker. Uh, so I figured the Kings must be right and I must be wrong. But I went back and checked again. And could it be I was right? And the Kings were wrong. We're going to take a quick look here, and hopefully I'm not going to make a complete fool out of myself. Um, but looking at the numbers, uh, the first two games of the season, the Kings did not score the first goal, and they ended up losing both those games to Colorado and to Carolina, one in regulation, one in the shootout. Then they went on the road. We know how good they've been there. Uh, at Winnipeg, they were up 5 nothing in that game, 1-5-1, to so 1-0. And then at Minnesota, they went up 1-0, ended up winning 7-3, so, okay, 2-0. The next two games, Boston and Arizona, they did not score the first goal. Actually, the next three games, Boston, Arizona, and Arizona, didn't score the first goal. They lost to the Bruins, but were able to come back and beat the Coyotes both times, 6-3 and 5-4. Then they played Vegas, and they went up 2-0. They ended up losing in a shootout to the Golden Knights, 4-3. So 2-0-1 at that point when scoring the first goal. Next four games at Toronto, at Ottawa, at Philadelphia, at Vegas, they scored the first goal in all those games. Matter of fact, they went up 3-0, 3-0, 5-0, and 3-0 in all those games, uh, ended up winning. So that's 3-0-1, 4-0-1, 5-0-1, 6-0-1. Next two games, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, they did not score the first goal, and they would end up losing both. One of them was in overtime against Pittsburgh, 4-3. Uh, then they had Florida. Went up 2-0, won that game 2-1, 7-0-1. Then St. Louis, 5-0 lead in that when they won it 5-1, 8-0-1. Arizona, they go up 3-0, they win 4-1, 9-0-1. At Anaheim, they go up 4-0, win 5-2, 10-0-1. And then against Montreal, up 4-0, they win 4-0, 11-0-1. I was right, and the Kings were wrong. The Kings are 11-0-1 when scoring the first goal. At least I just did the math. I did it with you, right? I'm right on this one. Now, I'm not going to puff my chest out too much because I made a goof on a recent show that you guys have rightly corrected me on with several emails, and we will get to those on our Friday fan feedback show. While we're talking about some numbers, I did want to pass along this. And and as I said, the, the emails, the feedback show is Friday. But I did get an email from a Kings fan, Brian, in Mesa, Arizona. And uh, he had something interesting about special teams I wanted to kind of share. I thought it was interesting. And Brian did the work on this. He says, the power play and the penalty kill have been a big topic of conversation over the last couple of seasons. And it got me curious to look a little closer into the importance of elite special teams in the context of overall team results. 
Since the 2005-2006 season, when the shootout and loser point were instituted, 76 of the 90 teams that were top five in power play percentage made the playoffs. Nine made the final, and four of them won the Stanley Cup. Of the teams that had top five penalty kills, 73 of 90 made the playoffs. Nine would make the Cup finals, and six of them would win the Stanley Cup. 15 teams in this 18-season span have finished top five in both categories, with the 2012-2013 Flyers having the dubious honor of being the only ones to miss the playoffs, and the 06-07 Ducks being the only post-lockout team to have a top five PK and power play and win the Stanley Cup. Typically, the teams with an elite power play have advanced further than their penalty kill counterparts, but only by a slight margin. And as I already said, the top penalty kill teams historically lead in the one category that really counts, and that is winning more Stanley Cups. So what was it by a count of uh, six to four? Kings right now with the number one penalty kill in the NHL at 89.4%, and they are 14th best on the power play at 20 0.8%. So if you had to choose based on the research by our friend Brian, uh, a little bit better to have a better penalty kill than power play necessarily. And while we're throwing out numbers, uh, the Kings right now are the number one team in the NHL in goals per game at exactly four. Vancouver second at 3.98. Uh, before we get into a preview of tonight's game against the Washington Capitals, I did want to do a Quick rain report. Uh, the Ontario rain did play last night. Unfortunately, lost to the Tucson Roadrunners 3-2 to snap their four-game winning streak. Uh, the rain fell behind 3-0 and then had a late rally in the third period, fall just short. Uh, they got goals in that third period from TJ Tynan and Akil Thomas. Uh, and uh, Matt Volalta took the loss in net. He allowed three goals on 33 shots. So again, the Ontario rain losing in their game last night against the Tucson Roadrunners. All right, up next, we are going to talk Kings versus Capitals next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, you shouldn't have to worry when you are buying tickets to your next big event. I don't because I use Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, comedy, uh, music, and theater events near you. Uh, I went to New York recently, as you probably know. I used game time to buy my tickets for a Rangers-Hurricanes game at Madison Square Garden, and it was super easy to do. Uh, they've got an, an app that you can navigate with ease. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price is guaranteed. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase, and I love how you can view the seats before you buy them so you know exactly what you're going to get when you arrive. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All-in prices show you the total up front so you know what you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees buy tickets in seconds with two taps on the app just download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on nhl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem the code locked on nhl l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-h-l for 20 dollars off download the game time app today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed The LA Kings face the Washington Capitals tonight, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of your LA Kings with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. All right, the Kings are heading into their matchup against the Washington Capitals tonight, having won five in a row. Kings check in with a record of 13-3-3, while Washington 
has been a bit of a surprise in the East with a 10-6-2 record. That might not sound like much, but the Caps are pretty much in kind of a rebuild right now, and not a lot was expected of them. Uh, right now, they're the first team out of a wild card spot in the East. They did lose their last game 2-1 in San Jose on Monday, so that's a bad loss. They're not going to be in a good mood tonight in Los Angeles. Uh, they're going to start their number two goalie, a young guy named Charlie Lindgren. Uh, he hasn't played much this year, but a small sample size has been pretty good. 4-2-1, 2.51 goals against average, and a .926 save percentage. Uh, surprised that Capitals legend Alexander Ovechkin is not leading Washington in goal scoring. That would be Dylan Strom. Uh, he's your surprise leader with eight goals on the season for Washington. Now Ovechkin is second, although just five goals for the great eight. He does lead Washington with 12 points, but of course he's known much more for goal scoring, uh, is really the greatest goal scorer in the history of the NHL. Uh, he sits at 827 career goals. He is 68 away from breaking Wayne Gretzky's all-time record for goals in a career, a record that many thought was unbreakable. But uh, Ovechkin, again, he's been a machine, uh, and he has put up numbers very consistently. But so far this season, he's slowed down. But he is one of those guys that can get on a roll at any moment uh, and is a guy that is still very dangerous and the Kings certainly will have to respect. Um, one note for the Capitals that you may or may not be aware of, uh, their veteran forward, Nicholas Backstrom is no longer with the team. Um, he started the season, had a lot of health issues and was hopeful that he could get his career kind of back on track. Uh, but unfortunately he has stepped away from the team because of health issues. And it looks like he's probably not going to play again. He hasn't officially announced his retirement, but clearly having, um, uh, you know, an older player having a lot of health issues. And at this point, it's kind of just not worth it for him. He's had a great career, a future Hall of Famer, but uh, Nicholas Backstrom not with the Capitals and uh, probably not going to be with them again, barring some unforeseen event. Uh, another player for the Capitals that Kings fans will have to keep an eye on would be Tom Wilson. Uh, he's not exactly Matthew Kachuk, but he's a big, physical, strong player, likes to mix it up, crosses the line on occasion. So physically, uh, he wants to be uh, in front of the net. He'll hit some people into the board. So keep an eye on Tom Wilson. Uh, also, they have defenseman John Carlson, who is one of the better veteran defensemen around the NHL. As far as the LA Kings, what is their lineup going to look like? Well, it is a familiar lineup that we've seen over the past few games. Uh, the changes that they've made uh, at the bottom end are going to continue. Again, Blake Lazat is still out. I did see... Uh, Dennis Bernstein tweeted out uh, that uh, Lazat was in a red uh, non-contact jersey today. So he is back in practice skating around. Looks like he'll be back soon, uh, but uh, not for tonight. Uh, so Blake Lazat's still out. Trevor Lewis will again center the fourth line. Jarrett Anderson Dolan and Arthur Kalia will be on the wings. And again, Carl Grundstrom moved up to that third line with Pierre Dubois and Alex Laferriere. The defensive pairings are the same again. I I think they've been the same for all but one game this year when Tobias Bjornfoot got a game in early, I think the first game of the year. But what a luxury for the LA Kings to have Drew Doughty, Mikey Anderson, Matt Roy, Vladislav Gavrikov, and Jordan Spence and Andreas England in there night in and night out. Uh, it's been a big reason why the Kings have been so good this year. And in that, Cam Talbot returning uh, to get the start and Phoenix Copley off of his shutout win in the last game uh, will be the number two goalie for 
the Los Angeles King. Uh, going into this game, also one note to pass along. We're still on Kopi watch. Andre Kopitar is still one assist away from passing Marcel Dion. For the most assists in franchise history, Kopi is at 757 and would not be surprised at all uh, if Andre Kopitar gets that assist tonight after going scoreless in the last game, which is certainly rare for him. Uh, updating the standings in the Pacific Division, the Kings have 29 points. Now, they are trailing Vegas, who's got 32 points, and Vancouver, who's got 31. Both the Golden Knights and Canucks posted wins last night. However, Vegas and Vancouver have both played four more games than the LA Kings. The Kings' winning percentage of 763 is second in the NHL, trailing only the New York Rangers at 775. So the Kings uh, looks like pretty good to collect the point tonight. Uh, if they do that, they would become just the second team in Kings history to reach the 30-point mark within the team's first 20 games of the season. So what are the keys to victory for the LA Kings tonight? Well, it's pretty familiar and you could argue that you could put this in uh, at any point, but I think as we've pointed out with my incredibly math skills, uh, getting the first goal of the game is pretty important. 11-0-1 when the Kings score first. So get off to a good start. And you know, like it's, it's not, look, I haven't looked into the research and I don't know if I will, because I think it would be quite a lot of work to be totally honest with you. Maybe it's out there somewhere, but you could say, well, of course. I mean, all the all the teams out there are better when they score the first goal. Eh, not that good. I mean, not as good as what the Kings are doing. I, I would be shocked if there's another team in the NHL that is doing as well as the Kings when they score the first goal of the game, especially in today's NHL. Uh, it's not a 3-2 league anymore, as our old coach Daryl Sutter used to say. It's more like a 5-6-5 league or something, 5-4 league, something like that. So getting that first goal, you know, it's, it's important, but I don't know that it's as important as it has been in the past, but for the Kings, it obviously is. And I think it's a pretty simple explanation. You get the first goal, you get the juices flowing, you get off to a good start, and the Kings are just better with the lead. They're a good defensive team. They're getting good goaltending. And when you, when they have the lead, they're, they're just a better team. The number two key to the game, stay balanced, have all four lines contribute. We've seen that. It's been one of the biggest strengths of the Kings all season long. So hopefully they can continue to get contributions from all four lines. And the special teams need to be special and they're already got a big pretty a pretty big advantage going to the game against the capitals there is no worse team in the entire national hockey league on the power play than the washington capitals 5.7 percent are the capitals on the power play that is putrid with alexander ovechkin on your power play that is uh shockingly awful uh and for the capitals they are bottom half of the league uh, in the penalty kill as well. So going into it, the Kings have a huge advantage on paper on special teams. So hopefully that will continue coming up tonight against the Capitals. Uh, real quick before we go, I did want to throw this out there because I thought it was interesting. And we'll talk about this more at some point. But did you see, friend of the show, Russell Morgan from Hockey Royalty, uh, retweeted something from uh, Mike McIntyre. He is a beat reporter that covers the Winnipeg Jets, apparently former King Gabe Velarde is very upset with Kings forward Blake Lazat and sounded off in the media about it. You can go check out uh, Russell's uh, Twitter account if you're on Twitter or X. He's at NHL Russell. But again, we'll, we'll get into it more because the Kings do play the Jets coming up in a couple of weeks in L.A. Uh, so we will talk about that. But apparently Gabe Velarde believes Blake Lazat uh, did him dirty uh, and uh, Velarde suffered the injury. Now he's about to come back. And, of course, Lazat's out as well. But they should both be back on the ice together 
when the Kings play the Jets again. So that could be very interesting uh, going forward. So some bad blood between a former King and a current King. It's always, always makes things a little bit interesting. Hey, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch locked on other Kings every day tomorrow, we will recap, hopefully another Kings victory as they take on the Washington Capitals Friday will be our usual fan feedback show. Uh, obviously no game to recap on that Friday and no game to preview because the Kings aren't playing on Saturday. So we'll have some extra time for your emails and your YouTube comments with pretty much nothing else to talk about unless there's some breaking news. Uh, so if you ever want to send an email, it's a good time to do it. Uh, the email address locked on Eddie at gmail.com E D D I E. And you can also post your comments on uh, YouTube if you're watching and uh, you can even post things on uh, social media, Twitter or X uh, where we are at locked on LA Kings on Instagram as well. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you as always for listening and watching this episode of locked on LA Kings, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always go Kings go.